Welcome to the weekly podcast for City Chapel at Slaughter Creek, the world's okayest church, right here in Austin. Get to know us better at citychapelchurch.com. We're so glad that you joined us today and hope you enjoy the message. All right, so that's a little glimpse of the things that we do at Kids Church. Like I said, we do service just like you guys do. Uh, if the kids can go ahead and take a seat. Um, good job. All right, so if Mr. Matthew can get my board so we can get started. Um, I'm going to be a little, a little bit uh, honest with you guys today. As you guys can tell by my voice, <clears throat> I'm very nervous to be up here right now. This is like the, uh, thank you. Uh, this is, I think, the fourth time that we've done Kids Sunday. When Pastor Harry asked me to do this the first time, I was like in shock. And I kept telling him that I have to come up with a reason not to do it. But of course, I have to be obedient to God. And I always think that there's a reason for all of that. So uh, if I seem a little nervous, you know, you guys know why. So uh, for the last couple months, God uh, has been putting this word in my heart, uh, the word imitate and also role model. Uh, it, it was something that we talked about with uh, the kids last Sunday. So I'm going to kind of add to that. And then uh, hopefully uh, all the... Uh, kids and adults can get something out of it. But um, the word imitate means to follow or to copy someone's example. And speaking of uh, imitating, uh, someone once told me that I was trying to copy Pastor Harry. And uh, the way it happened was I was outside setting up like I usually do in the morning. And I'm wearing these uh, skinny jeans today. And I wore this specifically for that reason, uh, which... It's kind of interesting. I don't know if you guys think this, but I don't know why they call it skinny jeans because, like, if you look at my bottom half, it, it's kind of skinny, right? But then when you come up here, it's like the skinny guy disappeared. So it's kind of like this optical illusion. It's like skinny guy, then, hey, what happened? There's a chubby Asian guy. And then it's got this pocket. Like, I thought, oh, I can put my hand in there, and it's, it's not even working. It's just full look. So, so anyway... Going back to my store, I was outside setting up a table, and a couple of people walked up to me, and one of them said, hey, those are nice jeans. I really like them. So I was like, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, the other person said something different. She said, well, she's just copying Pastor Harry. So I didn't really know how to take that. Uh, I went away from it, didn't say anything. And for, for the next week, I'm thinking... There's got to be something there that God's telling me, right? So I started, I started praying, and I had a long conversation with God. And in my conversation with Pastor Harry at the office, because I get to spend a lot of time with Pastor Harry now, be it at the office, I would hear the word imitate. I see it on Facebook. Uh, I see it in his preaching. So I think that there's really something that he's trying to tell us there. Thank you, Pastor J.D. So, um, but... The thing is, with the jeans, I wasn't trying to copy Pastor Harry. The jeans happened to be on sale for 10 bucks. So I couldn't pass the deal, so I bought me one, right? You guys can appreciate that, right? But the one thing that I did imitate uh, with Pastor Harry and, and, and Rowena is some of the things uh, uh, that they do. As a matter of fact, Scylla and I started imitating some of the things that they do. Um, because if you spend 
a few minutes with Pastor Harry and Rowena, you'll find out that they're pretty cool people and you really want to try to imitate some of the things that they do. They're just really great people. Pastor Harry, very knowledgeable about the Bible. Uh, every Sunday, he's always amazing us with his, his teaching, uh, things that he hears from God and he shares that with us. Rowena is super energetic, super positive, and her accent just helps with that. So, so cool. Um, but one of the things that we learned from them is how we handle bad behavior with our children. Uh, because before uh, we, we learn um, how they handle bad behaviors, I'm always Old Testament, right? I'm, I'm quick to use my hand, pull the belt, take care of the, the issue. But uh, Pastor Harry and Rowena said that you should always look into the kid's heart because the bad behavior, there's something behind that, the heart, right? So we started doing that, we started imitating that. And of course, I'm sure my kids are thankful that we do that because they weren't getting the, uh, the spanking anymore. Anyway, so we began to uh, see uh, Pastor and Rowena as a role model. And so we, we'd, we would always say, how would Pastor Harry and Rowena handle certain situations? So for example, if Priscilla and I are in an argument, um, we would always ask, well, how would Pastor Harry and Rowena handle that, right? Um, just different things that, that if we're struggling with something, we're always asking, how is Harry and Rowena handling that? Uh, and that became kind of like our, our thing. We would always say that till one day, uh, there was this knock on my door. I was home for the afternoon and someone's knocking on my door. So I walk up to the door, I look through the people and there's this lady outside with a clipboard. And I'm thinking she's gonna, sell me something, right? And to be honest with you guys, I don't like opening my doors. If you're gonna come and knock on my door and you got a clipboard, I'm probably not gonna open that because I just don't like to disappoint people because I'm always gonna say no. This, I always think that I don't have the money to buy it anyway and I'm just gonna waste your time. But for some reason, when this lady knocked on my door, I felt the urge to open the door. And sure enough, I open the door and she starts talking and she is selling me something. And I don't even remember what it is. But all I know is like, man, why did I open the door? So now I have to sit there and listen to what she has to say. And I'm thinking, okay, I just gotta wait for that window of opportunity so I can tell her and say, oops, I'm sorry, but not today, but good luck to you anyway, right? So she's talking, I found my window of opportunity and I told her, look, I'm sorry, but we just don't need it today, but good luck to you, right? So she walked away kind of sad and disappointed. I closed the door and I felt bad. So what did I ask myself? What would Harry do if he was in my spot, right? And that's when I had a God moment. God, God told me, why do you always ask how Pastor Harry would handle certain things when you could be asking me? Why don't you ask me so that I can tell you and you can imitate me, right? So this, it was this spiritual spanking is what I call it. God just like, what's wrong with you, boy? You should be imitating me. And if I can have our first scripture on the, on the TV, and this is the scripture that we're basing our, our teaching on. It's from Ephesians 5.1. It says, imitate God therefore in everything you do because you are his dear children. So yeah, so it's saying I should be imitating God. So I was like, kind of torn between that. Is it wrong for me to follow a role model when I should be following God? And this is Paul that's telling us that, right? But what exactly is um, Paul telling us to copy about, about God, right? And speaking of imitating, I brought my board just like Pastor Harry. So we're going to copy him today. <laughs> 
So imitating God. What are some qualities about God that we can, that we should be copying, right? So he is loving. He is kind. He is uh, patient. Yes, thank you. He tenderhearted. That's a long word. Uh, he's trustworthy. Worthy. Faithful, forgiving. So many, right? Spiritual. All that and more. Yeah, exactly. We can go on and on, right? He's holy. So if we're looking at our scripture and it says, Paul is telling us we should imitate God, therefore, in everything you do because you are his dear children. And I look at this list and I'll go down the list and said, hmm, no way. <laughs> Loving, kind, patient, tenderhearted, trustworthy, forgiving, faithful, holy. That's a big ass. And I don't know about you guys, but before I knew Christ, if I look at that, that's the complete opposite of who I was. Because this is who I was, okay? And I'm going to use myself as an example so I don't embarrass anybody, okay? I was easily angered, complete opposite of patient. I was impatient. And when I was a child, all the parents right now, I'm, gonna speak, I'm speaking to you right now, I want to make your kids seem like angels. Because when I was a kid, I was a bad kid. And my mom is here today. My mom is here today, and you can ask her how bad I was. Because when I was a, uh, a kid, this is what I was doing. I was lying. I was uh, disobedient. And then on top of that, I was stealing. Okay, now look at your kid and say, you're such an angel compared to Mr. Eddie. But you know what? I think I turned out okay, so we have hope for everybody here in the room. Okay, other thing is, uh, man, I held grudges. Man, I could hold a grudge if you made me mad. Don't talk to me for the next couple years. Yeah. But yeah, if you compare this list of who I was or some of the things I might be uh, still struggling with that, like the being patient, man, put me on a car or in a car and go to 35 and I'm going to lose it. But I'm still working at that. But what I'm trying to say is, if you look at me and you compare me to God and what God is asking me to do, it's a big ask, right? This is such a long leap to go from here to there. Because I didn't get saved till I was in my 40s. So I lived this life for 40 years. So if you're going to tell me, oh, you turn around and start doing all these things, it's going to be really hard, right? Can, can some people agree with me on that? Okay. But thankfully for me, I had people that helped me get better, like my parents, uh, always working hard, and, and I got a lot of that from them. So I, I think, I'm thankful that they showed me how to be a hard worker. I had my wife, Priscilla. She doesn't know I'm going to talk about her today. But Priscilla, when, um, when we got saved, Priscilla was going 100 miles an hour towards God. She had her foot on the pedal, never looked back, never looked in the mirror. She was the one that said, hey, we're going to start going to church every Sunday. We're going to start serving. We're going to st start tithing. We're going to do all these things for God. And I was like, but I thought we were just visiting. 
I thought we were going to go back to my old church. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, we're going to, there's something here and we're going to keep going. And uh, so, you know, she, she helped me with that. Um, I have my in-laws. Uh, they discovered God the same time we did. So every Sunday after church, we would get together and have lunch and talk about what Pastor Robin at our old church was talking about. And, and we kind of help each other grow. Uh, so Pastor Harry, I mean, uh, Pastor Robin was a huge uh, role model for me. And then, of course, we have Pastor uh, Harry and Rowena. And then also, I can't forget um, Uncle Robert. Do you guys don't know Uncle Robert? Yeah, I call him Uncle Robert, but uh, Mr. Robert Gomez. Uh, I had a lot, of, uh, a lot of things in common with uh, uh, Uncle Robert. He was... He grew up Catholic like I did. And so when I saw that he was doing a lot of this, I kind of latched on to him. And he actually ran our um, uh, a small group that taught about, uh, it's for new Christians. So we truly learned a lot from him. So he's been a, uh, a role model for me. And then uh, last but not the least, uh, Pastor JT. Uh, he's such a cool guy. If uh, when I grow up, I want to be just like Pastor JT, right? He's always giving. Uh, him and his wife—they're always just connecting to people. Uh, so don't be surprised if you're a new guest and uh, Pastor JT's right behind you, trying to to welcome you in the in the house of the Lord. So you, he he got him. So so yeah. So these are all my role models, right? And they help me get from here to there. My jump here is a lot easier for me to see because I had a lot of, a lot of uh, things in common with these people, okay? Pastor, Ra um, Pastor Harry, sorry, has been preaching about me and also me and it's been a really great uh, sermon series. Uh, the me, just a review, is who God sees me to be, right? And we're on, th on that side. Uh, the also me, is the uh, person that we're still kind of struggling with. But these role models are what I'm calling like me. And God showed me that the other day. Everybody say like me. Okay, the like me is the people that you have something in common with. Like I have all these things in common with these people. They might be related to you. You have some kind of connection. Uh, they're struggling with the same things you're struggling with. So you can easily relate to these people but then these people have already figured out how to get to here. So they're helping you move from here to there to there. The jump from here to there is a lot easier than it is to go there, right? And sometimes when we don't have these people in our lives and we're trying to figure it out, we fall, we fall off the cliff and we get discouraged and we start following the wrong role model. Um, this reminds me of Saul. Everybody knows Saul, right? Kids, you guys should know Saul. Saul thought he knew it all. He was very smart, went to all the best schools. Uh, he was taught by some of the uh, religious people in his time. And he thought he had, it, uh, he had it all figured out. But what he didn't know is that he was sinning, right? He was persecuting Christians, if you, got, you kids remember that. 
Uh, the problem with Saul was he was following the wrong role model. He didn't have the right people in his life. And his role model was telling him that he should go after the Christians, right? But God already knew who he was going to be over here. He was going to be, oops, he was going to be Paul. And Paul was going to do some amazing things for God. But just like the like me, Paul was able to relate to the Gentiles who didn't know Jesus Christ. So God used him to bridge that gap, just like my role models helped me bridge that gap between me and God, okay? But so how do you know if you're actually following the right role model? And uh, I found this article, and um, this is not a list that I came up with. Someone smarter than me came up with it, but uh, I thought it was really good. The first one is, um, is your role model humble? opposite of um, uh, prideful, right? So think about your role model right now, and if your answer to this five question is no, you, you're probably following the wrong role model. Okay, what is number two? Is your role model free from the love of money? Okay, because you can't love money and God at the same time. It just doesn't work. Okay, number three, is your role model pure? What about number four? Is your role model raising their own children to follow Christ? That's really important for all the parents in the room. And, and our last one, does your role model connect you to Christ and not to himself? So if your role model is all about himself or herself and never points you to Jesus Christ, that's definitely not the wrong model. And if I, if I can have the next slide up there. Uh, 1 Corinthians 11, 1 says, And you should imitate me just as I imitate Christ. This is Paul also saying this. Same guy that said our um, first scripture earlier. So that's the key. Is your role model imitating Christ? Uh, because I can tell you right now, you guys, uh, whether you like it or not, we are all role models, right? Everyone in the room. Uh, parents. Uh, you guys are role models, we, including me. We are all role models to our children. Okay, they're always listening. They're always copying what you're doing. Okay, like I, I, I can see Janai doing her little dental floss dance because Jason does that all the time, right? So, of course, Janai is going to do it, right? So, our kids are always listening, always copying what you're doing. So, we are huge role models for them. Uh, husbands in the room, including me, we are role models to our wives and our children. They look up to us for guidance and wisdom and direction, just like the church is looking to our father for direction, right? Now, the siblings, if you got siblings in the house, all the older uh, children, if you got younger brothers and sisters, you guys are role models, okay? They, your younger brother and sister is looking up to you to see if you are being obedient, if you're listening to mom and dad, how are you uh, at home, how are you in school? So you guys are huge role models. And anyone that's um, uh, are in a position of authority, if you manage people, if you're around a bunch of people, you guys are role models and people are looking at you all the time. And teachers, you guys are huge role models for our children. You guys get our kids five days out of the week. So next to their parents, teachers, 
make a huge impact. So whatever you're teaching the kids, they're going to learn that. They're going to listen to you. So whatever you give, they're going to give that back to you. Right? And so I just want to encourage you guys. Pastor JT, I'm, I'm, I'm wrapping up here in a few minutes. So if you want to come up here. Uh, I just want to encourage you guys. Um, I'm not up here telling you guys that I've got this all figured out. But because believe me, uh, with my children, my, all my kids now are teenagers. And the things that I was showing them when they were younger, they're still watching to see if I'm still following that. So it's always changing. So I want to encourage you guys. God has already laid the example, okay? And it's right there. We should imitate him. Uh, and, and really, truly look for the right role model. Because if, we're, if people are looking at, at us as role models, who are we imitating? Okay? So that's what I have. I appreciate your time. Uh, we got so many more things going on today after, after service.